Welcome to SPIRE, an incubator providing training and education for the LGBTQ community. This podcast will introduce you to queer thought leaders, thinkers, creators, and go-to experts. Sharing their innovative work and perspective to give you tools and takeaways that help you unleash and accelerate your potential. Hello, and thank you for joining. This morning, we have Akene with us. He is a Nigerian-born and New York City-based life coach and business coach. Although he has been coaching family and friends for years, he started coaching professionally in 2014. He works with young men and women to turn their wildest dreams into reality. He also works with startups on developing branding, business model, marketing, and leadership strategy to take their business to the next level. Akene has a law degree and worked as a corporate attorney. He is currently working on a series of reinvention boot camps and his debut book, Becoming, Find Out, Break Out, and Stand Out, is being released later this year. The book is called Becoming, B-E-C-O-M-I-I-N. Welcome, Akene. Thank you so much, Ryan. I truly appreciate um, you having me. I think it's going to be a great time, so let's get into it. Yes, absolutely. Well, we've had a wonderful conversations up until now, so I'm excited to bring you to our community. Great. Thank you. Um, so on your website, you have a quote um, that says, We are always pregnant with whom we are becoming. Like an onion, each old self peels as we give birth to who we are. So would you dive a little bit more into that uh, into that quote and what that means to you? Absolutely. Um, so... The name of my company is Becoming, and I chose the name because it's indicative of, of the process of evolution, if you will. And I believe that everybody is in a constant state of evolving. And just looking at how that evolution happens, I think about the onion. Mm-hmm. Because the onion has several layers, and each layer peels open to reveal something else there's always something else in an onion if you will so the steps and the journey that we take in life is shedding off of the old parts of ourselves and becoming the new parts of ourselves growing if you will into all the different levels that you find like in an onion Mm. so um in life I believe that there are two things that each of us need in order to find our highest happiness, our highest fulfillment. On the one hand, there is... So, I like to think about it this way. Life is a journey. And there are two, the two things I'm speaking about, I refer to them as destinations. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The two end goals, if you will, the be all and, you know, the pious things that we need in order to have that highest fulfillment and happiness. On the one hand is to discover the highest and best version of ourselves that we can be, period. Mm-hmm. And that's the process of becoming and evolving and that happens in order for us to get there. The second thing is to find and bring to the world the biggest, the brightest, and the best impact that we can ever have. And I like to talk about, so in talking about impact, that dream, what is that dream that you have? The biggest thing you can ever think about, the unspeakable, the thing that you're so scared to speak about, that dream is your biggest impact. To find that and bring it to the world is one of your end goals. But in that process to evolve, so that you're, you're, you're most authentic and you're most evolved and your biggest and brightest person that you can ever be is 
your soul. So your soul, evolving your soul and evolving your dream and impact are the two things that I believe are the destinations along the journey of life. And every human being is always in that process. We're born, we go to college, we do whatever we do, but we're always on our way there. Hmm. And death is the final goal. So how do you feel? What kind of feeling do you have at the end of your life? What do you feel fulfilled? Have you been impactful but been authentic in yourself? I feel like having one without the other will leave you halfway feel full. That's why you have people who have been super impactful but end up killing themselves or throwing themselves off of a bridge. There's something missing within themselves. So in that journey, you need to find and have the authentic part of yourself and you can't ignore that and when you build on that but you also build the impact which is your dream your goal you want to be a doctor you want to be the greatest surgeon or you want to be um the greatest lawyer or you want to own a business that brings xyz service to the world both are very important and i believe that that's the process of becoming that we go through each person so wow yeah yeah nice Um, And I think you had mentioned uh, before about how certain things that we value and you talked about uh, and part of your work is about shining that showing a mirror to people so that you can start figuring out what your values are, what's important to you. Um, And so I guess can you talk a little bit about that. I mean, values are not for me anything that are they're not a a constant. Yeah. Okay. Mm hmm. One thing I love about life and that I recognize about life and I believe that is important for everyone to do in their lives is to understand that change is the one thing that is constant and everything about life that is outside of ourselves but also within our control is always in constant evolution whether we are actively participating in making that evolution happen or not. It's it's changing. Right. So... Your values are only important. There's a sense of values that people speak about in a sort of a moralistic sense that I, I try right. not to subscribe to. A value is only important to me insofar as it guides you towards the core of who you are and towards the greatest impact that you want to bring, the yeah. dream, whatever it is. So the values that you have about yourself really say how you see yourself and how you see the world. Mm-hmm. And how you see yourself and how you see the world really informs the mindset that you have. So whatever happens to you, you're going to interpret every situation based upon that mindset. Right. And that mindset is built from the values that you have taken on as your values. And those values are built from your interpretation of the things that have happened to you throughout your life. So how do you see yourself do you think that things are impossible there's most likely some situation in your life some family member someone that you know that things have happened to you and they gave up and they felt as though it was impossible and so that's how you think about the world right so one's value is important only in so far as they as the value affects how they see themselves and how how much they think they can achieve and the goals you set for yourself are determined by those values because if you don't think that you are able to do something, then you're never going to be able to dream 
so big. Right. Because why dream so big if you feel as though, you, you know, it's impossible for me to achieve that. When you think about, when in your mind nothing is impossible and everything is possible, and everything is impossible, by the way, I would have to let you know that, Everything is impossible, but it's about the mindset. Those who achieve the greatest things only achieve the greatest things because they believe that it was possible. Right. So in that in that sense, um, working with clients, I I try to drill down to what they hold as values for themselves, how they see themselves, how they see the world, what's their mindset. When you change your mindset, it's amazing the things that seemed impossible that suddenly look trivial. Like the things you can achieve are boundless. Right, yeah. right. And I think it takes that self-reflective time to look at your mindset and what you're carrying with you that perhaps, like you're saying, is a limiting belief from somebody else that was in your past, whether it be family or a friend that, um, that you don't think about but is there. Um, and so I guess maybe can you give us an example of, like you said, the mindset is so important. How, um, as a coach, you have been able to drill in and help somebody figure out something in their mindset that had a shift that they weren't able to see themselves. Right. Absolutely. This reminds me very, um, I mean, everyone has their blind spots. Right. And even me, myself, um, I often say, oh, my coach XYZ. And people, oh, you have a coach? Oh, I thought you were a coach. Yeah. Everyone needs a coach because we all have blind spots. Right. I like to call myself a midwife that needs a midwife. <laughs> so right, right. I remember um, a client that comes to mind very vividly was a client who I was working with who was trying to figure out where they were going in their lives. They were working a corporate job that they hated um, very passionately, <laughs> but they were doing it because it paid the bills. Right. And a lot of people are like this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and money is for me only a byproduct. But if you are working for money then there's something about your mindset and how you see earning a living or taking care of yourself that is tied to doing things that you hate. Right. Mm. So the conversation with him was, what do you want? What do you really want in your life? This is the question. Yeah. The question is not whether you can get it because you can. The fact that you exist and the fact that the thing came into your mind, whatever it is that you want, means that it's absolutely possible for it to come to you. You're, you. You can get it. Right. But you're, but the way you think about the world and makes you not even want to approach the thought of that thing. That thing is impossible to you because you cannot, for the life of you, imagine it. So we broke it down and I said, what do you want? And after a lot of conversation, it turned out that the thing that gave him the greatest pleasure, because I love to have these conversations about what will give you the greatest pleasure. Your impact comes so naturally to you that it will come, it it will give you the greatest pleasure, but it will take you the least effort to do it. Doing it will be so effortless, if you will. So it turned out that he had a love for electronic music. Mm. And his love for electronic music was something that he had experienced as a teen. But you know, life had happened um, he had found himself in a drug addiction situation. He was now um, free of that um, and had been free of, of, of drug addiction for a number of years. But, he, you know, his life was focused on this corporate job that he was doing in, America, in, in corporate America and he felt that that's all he could, he could really do. And so I said, what do you, um, what do you 
like? What do you enjoy doing? And he said electronic music. He was like, but I don't think I can ever do it. I don't think I can ever make a living from it. I was like, why? Yeah. I don't understand why. Why do you think so? He's like, because it's been so long. I said, what has that got to do with anything? Right. Let me, I'll have you know, and I said to him, I'll have you know that this, this conversation we're having about electronic music is so alien to me. Right. <laughs> I personally am bored to death. Right. When you tell me about it. But I look at you when you talk about electronic music and there's something that is happening to you as you're speaking about it to me. Your life is changing before my very eyes. You've, you're becoming a different person. This yeah. is joy. You need to go to the place of joy and your impact is in the place of joy. Wow. So how can, if this is what gives you joy, how can you get back to doing electronic music? And the problem is that you can't see how you can make a living from it. So let's have a conversation about how you can actually make a living from electronic music. Are right. there people who enjoy electronic music? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. right. So what kind of lifestyle? So we had a conversation about produ electronic music production, which was his interest. But how can he have the lifestyle that he wanted? And part of the lifestyle he wanted was that he wanted to travel. Mm. He wanted to see the world. And I said, so could you imagine yourself being an electronic music producer, but also organizing electronic music festivals right. and take the festivals around. And that way you get the lifestyle that allows you to travel, but also do what you love. And as we speak right now, like he's producing, he hasn't started the festival beats of it, but he's actually now producing electronic music. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, he's still doing the part time. He still has his job at corporate America, but he's gone part time at right. his job. Right. He still does the job, but he's part time. So he's well on his way. Right. And um, I coach with him once a week, and it's amazing oh, wow. how much he believes that he can do stuff, and how, how much he's actually accomplishing. We can accomplish right. anything. Yeah. Really. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's kind of, I think, I have found also the beauty in coaching is mm -hmm. that, number one, absolutely, it helps you get into the mindset of mm -hmm. what you want to do, but it also works on the how and works with you on how you accomplish it. It's not something that you expect someone's going to come one day and be like, hey, do you want to be a electronic music producer? And bam, your life changes. It does take effort. It takes planning. It takes to have people around you that are encouraging you and helping you and guiding you to slowly get to where you want to get. So, Absolutely. And just hearing you say that reminds me of why that process of planning and time, why that's important. And why that's important is because it fulfills the second part of what our ultimate reason for being on earth here is. So we have impact that we want to make, the greatest impact, and we're working through it. And things don't always work the way we want, and we fail, and we go through all these hurdles, and we have to learn. That process is doing something, and what it is doing is evolving us as people. Because each time you fail, there's a nugget that teaches mm. you something. It teaches you maybe humility. It teaches you patience. Right. It teaches you love. It teaches you how to, you know, it teaches you how to be more how to be more persevering. It, so that's how we evolve as people. So the process of achieving our greatest, our ultimate um, impact in the world, evolves our soul, which are the twin things that we're here on earth for. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. So. And I, you know, we had a conversation last week about this too, and it was about, you know, failure or experience. It really is just how you can view upon them as growth experiences or learning experiences. And although it's very challenging at times when something goes very badly or you view it as going very badly, you know, we 
can all learn something as we go back and look about what, how did we co-create that experience and what can we now take as a lesson or something that we can take away positively from that. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think you, a lot of your coaching clients are also LGBT. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So I want to touch on that since obviously we have an LGBT audience and this is LGBT, all about LGBT thought leadership. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know if we could make some general statements or if you can look at some general things that you have found that um, with your LGBT clients that you have helped them work most on. Is a lot of it's mindset, a lot of it is emotional. Like I'm just getting curious to get your thought on what have been some of the areas that have maybe been more prone with LGBT clients versus the non. I mean... The truth is, um, human beings, be they LGBT or whatever our sexuality may be, face very similar challenges. And the challenge is similar in the sense that it all boils down to mindset, regardless of what that mindset is in relation to. Mm. Um, With the LGBT clients that I have coached in relation to how, it's always about how they see themselves in the world and how the world perceives them. Yeah. And that perception is always tied into, if you will, a feeling of inadequacy mm. or a feeling of, of perhaps being judged, feeling that they're being judged when they're out there in the world right. and feeling unable to be their authentic selves, if you will, mm-hmm. um, in business spaces, for example. Some of the LGBT leaders I've worked with um, who are perhaps um, own their own companies or are starting out um, building building a company or are just trying to brand themselves in general there was always the conversation about how do I show up yeah right and um, I am all about authenticity yeah so regardless of who I coach be they LGBT or or, or not it's always about who are you yeah right the truth is the universe has made and continues to make provision for everybody. But you need to accept that you are worthy and that you own a place and deserve a place here on the planet that has been created by the universe. So look, I always say to, to these clients, let's forget about what people think about you. Hmm. Let's concentrate on what you think about yourself. Right. Right. As right. a starting point. As a starting point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And let's what, go from yes. there. What do you think about? Do you like yourself? Right. <laughs> do not expect anyone to like you if you fail to like yourself. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Listen, people will treat you how you treat yourself. Yeah. And don't be deceived for one minute that people cannot sense what you feel about yourself. They can sense it. They can. You don't need to say it. It shows up in the vibes and the energies that you give out. If you hate yourself, if you disrespect yourself, your actions will be the proof of that. Right. So, right. and it will reflect in who you're with, then yes. what uh, what situations what you you're in. Right. What you it, it'll dictate all of that. What do you accept in your life? Well, so I usually we ask for three things that our t- listeners can take away or take action on um, to move them in their pursuit of growth or transformation. So, I since yours is so focused on mindset, and I think it. I think that's brilliant. What can three? What is three ways that people can go about um, to ensure that their mindset is coming from a self, place of self worth, self love, and um, self acceptance? Um, this question always. I mean, three thing questions or two yeah. thing questions always <laughs> generally throw me off 
but threw me off mostly because um I guess it's about how I see the question. The question is not the three the three things that preclude all other things. Yeah, right. right, right <laughs> you right, know. Right. So it's just um I I like to think that self-examination yeah is you know is really I I don't know what you might have we might have heard the quote that says um you can lie to everyone else but don't lie to yourself. Yeah. Right. But sometimes I find that people are not even actively trying to lie to themselves. Mm -hmm. They just are not even conscious enough about their actions in order to reflect upon it. So self-reflection. And it's not easy to reflect on oneself, but it's a habit that one can build. And that's, I work with some of the clients I work with. This is all I'm working on them in doing. Yeah. How do you... So I would say be kind to yourself, but also understand yourself. Right. We spend so much time trying to understand other people, our lovers, our mother. Why they did that? Why do you do the things that you do? Right. When you act, do you stand back and say, this is what happened. This is how I reacted. Why did I react that way? And be honest enough. And if you do not... If you're unable to get the answer to that and find someone to talk to that can help you understand the pattern that you're building because the pattern determines how the results that you get because that pattern will keep on showing up. Right. So if the pattern <laughs> is destructive, how can you change the pattern? This are some of the things that a coach does. Right. Um, so the second thing I would say, so the first thing is reflect on yourself. Do some self-reflection or yeah. find someone that can help you reflect on who you are and why you do the things that you do. The second thing I would say is trust the process. Mm. And when I say trust the process, I'm really speaking, I'm not speaking about like, okay, I don't know what I'm not speaking about, but I do know what I'm speaking about. So so what I'm speaking about when I say trust the process is understand that there, not everything you will understand as it's going on. Mm. As they say, hindsight is 50-50. I, I always like to tell my clients, we have control of some things, but there are also some other things that we do not have control over. Right. We have control over what we want. We have control really about what we want. Yeah. And I always like to say there are two things, three things you must do when you decide on what you want. You must set your intention, meaning this is what you want, and it needs to be clear, yeah. and it can move around. You can't change it tomorrow or next because the universe is always listening to us and always changing according Mm -hmm. to how we change. So set your intention. The second thing you must do is that you must focus all of your attention on your attention. Yes. So everything that you do, whatever, needs to be focused on on that intention. Yeah. On that intention. The third thing that we must do is that we must believe. Mm -hmm. So a quote, one of my quotes that I like is, if you believe without trying, you fail. If you try without believing, you fail. Yeah. And I love to define believe. Believe, when people say I believe, I drill down a little harder to find out what they're really saying. And a lot of times I find that they're hoping, not believing. Believe, as defined by the dictionary, is the acceptance of a thing as true. Meaning you must bring the physical manifestation in your mind. You see it already as happening. I want to be speaking on, on that world stage. I want to own XYZ company. You see yourself 
on my wall I have my I have my um my vision if you will my grand vision and my grand vision for the longest time read I am going to and one day hit me very strongly that I was using the wrong words and words are very important because they're a connection to how we think about ourselves and I found out that I was using the wrong phrasing and the right phrasing is not I am going to be the right phrasing is I am right I am. I am currently. Yes. Present tense. Present tense. <laughs> I am. Right. So how do you see yourself and how do you engage in that process? Focus, be clear about your intention. Focus your attention on your intention and believe. And after you do that, the next thing you need to understand is the universe controls how a thing will happen and when it will happen. Yeah. Hmm. And in that process where the universe is where things have, don't exactly happen how you want them to happen or when you, when you want them to happen or how you want them to happen. Or sometimes you think that your help is going to come from XYZ. It's going to come from the XYZ person and then suddenly that falls through and you feel disappointed but then suddenly something else opens up. Right. You are not in charge. Trust the process. Yeah. Decide on what... The truth is what you want and focusing your energy on it and believing in it is all you need to do. However it comes, it will come. The fact that it came to you Will mat- it will materialize itself. So trust that process in, in, in that sense. So that's number two. Number three, oh my God. No, I, I think mean, you. I think that was... That yeah, was it. Yeah, so that was kind of two and three. Two and three. Two and three. So I hope that was helpful, but uh, was, two and three. Yeah. It was incredibly helpful. And I think we can all get a sense of what it would be like working with you. It's, Thank you. Yeah. And I think anybody could benefit from working with you um, with you. all those areas. So um, I'll just ask a little thing about what's up next for you, Akini. Okay, so I am, I'm all about reinvention and not in a cliched sense of all oh, reinvent yourself. I am about reinvention because I believe that the end product of a reinvention process is you coming out at the other end as the person of your dreams mm-hmm. with working on and believing in the existence and the manifestation of the impact of your dreams. So I'm currently working on a series of reinvention boot camps, if you mm-hmm. will. And I kind of play around with it in my head and call it boost camps. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's, yeah, me yeah. Being, that's me being silly. But the whole idea of the reinvention boot camps is that people come away from them with a dramatically... The whole idea is I'm going to make you uncomfortable. Right. I'm going to shake you and make you uncomfortable. Uncomfortable with the status quo, with where you are, with what you're doing. If you want more, then it needs to happen. You need to believe it. Right. And get people to see themselves differently and to create a whole new idea for their lives, their lifestyle, and, and what they want their legacy to be, if you will. Yeah. So I'm working on a few of those and... I'm also trying to, in, I'm working on them separately as my own uh, projects, but I'm also working with um, a yoga instructor <laughs> mm. who, um, she does, she's a, she's a plus size woman and she does yoga for plus size women, okay. but also for, for, for people in general. Yeah. And I kind of like that idea yeah. of doing something for people who are not necessarily always considered to be the ideal client yeah, for that. So I'm working with her on, on, on a series of, of workshops, if you will. One, uh-huh. one day workshops that incorporates yoga yeah. and uh, 
changing of mindset and how those two kind of like fit in together. So um, those are kind of like the two projects and then Fantastic. my book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> book, which I'm working on. So becoming, um, becoming the book is really um, about finding out about yourself, finding out about yourself, what your purpose is, what the biggest business you can build is, what the business, the biggest thing you can be in your life. So finding out about that and stand, breaking out as a result of what you found out and then standing out. So, um, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Well, I love what you said about um, being uncomfortable because I found with my coach in the past, me being uncomfortable has led to the biggest transformations. Oh, yes. It always does. You know? <laughs> yes. Anyway. I've been times squirming in my seat wanting to bolt out of that room because the conversation was very uncomfortable for me to, dive, to kind of dig into that emotional place. But it makes the biggest transformation. You know why? You know, you know why being uncomfortable is so important? Because the universe is always testing our convictions. Mm. So Brilliant. how badly do you want it? Right. So when you say you want something or you say you don't want something, then it becomes harder to get or harder to get rid of. Yeah. And when you bolt from the room, when you bolt from the you've, room decided, you've decided you don't want it you bad enough. Yeah. But when no, you stick no, there... Not ready, not ready yes, yet. Not ready yet. Yeah. But when you stick there after a while, you see that it tests you, things get hard, but... The place where they get their hardest is the place where they suddenly get easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it, love it. Well, if you would like to get in contact with Akini for a free 30-minute consultation, visit becomin.com. And again, that is B-E-C-O-M-I-I-N.com or through Instagram at his handle is at becomin. Um, so thank you so much, Akini. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ryan. And it's I'll just leave pleasure. it on this. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Akini means gratitude yes, in it does. Nigerian. Yes. And so we are extremely grateful that you are shared your time with us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was my total pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining this week's Spire podcast. Visit spire.org to join our email newsletter and sign up for live events. Fire Podcast is produced by Talanya Geary and Ryan Espinoza. Please join us next week where creativity and purpose come together to inspire your thoughts, actions, and decisions.